0: This podcast is sponsored by THX, a globally renowned brand focused on delivering premium entertainment experiences and is passionate about telling the stories of the creators behind great productions. THX certifies the world's best consumer electronics to provide users with the assurance of superior quality. Find out more at THX.com. Hello and welcome to the Soundworks Collection interview series. My name is Michael Coleman, and in this episode we talk with the lead sound designer Andreas Almström and audio director Bens Pejor from EA Dice Studios located in Stockholm, Sweden, who recently finished work on Battlefield 1. In this game, the player will experience the origins of modern warfare, where the old world was destroyed, giving way to the new one. The player will experience innovative modern weaponry and vehicles of World War 1 as you battle across the land, air, and sea. I hope you enjoy. Well, thanks guys for taking the time to talk about Battlefield 1. Why don't you start off with just introducing yourselves and your role and involvement on this uh, game title. Yeah,
1: Uh, so my name is Bense Payor, and uh, I've been the audio director for this project. And uh, I've been at DICE for um, 13, 14 years uh, and worked on All of the Battlefield titles, except the first one, 1942. Uh, And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been the audio director for this one, so I've been basically in everywhere. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. And uh, I'm Andreas Almström. I'm the lead sound designer, and I focus mainly on the core sounds, uh, all the weapons, building the tech for the weapons, recording them. Uh, working on Foley vehicles, explosions, gadgets—yeah, pretty much all of the core experience. Um, and I've been at Dice for about six years. I started at the the end of Bad Company 2 Vietnam, um, and then BF3 and BF4, of course, and now BF1.
0: Nice. Well, walk me through the, kind of this development and building—you know—building you know, building your sound team. Obviously, you've had you've had experience working on other titles in the past early on in the, in the stages when they're coming up with story and in the initial sketches, how much work can you do? How much, you know, research is kind of going on for you guys in those early stages?
1: Well, we work uh, together with the, um, the, the concept artists and, the and the creative director and just try to figure out what we're going to do and how we can, help to to uh, sort of bring that uh, target into life uh, so yeah we we are in it from the very very beginning uh, and and just trying to work out all the concepts and we do sound concepts for that as well like little sketches of of just sounds that we that we find interesting and that we want to sort of highlight and so on so it's yeah. ki- kind of like just sketching a picture as well
0: how long is that period going on for how, how long do you feel like you're kind of in that initial
2: phase a few months yeah for concepting yeah yeah, yeah. and then figuring out uh, what tech we need to develop what areas we need to focus on improvement in in, in the sound engine how to source the stuff like what we what yeah. we need to gather and. Where and when and how yeah uh, so it's a lot of planning and discussing and finding the the important bits uh, of the game, and that's together with with the with the core team, as you said concepts and and game directors
1: it's it's also when we work in a in a game series like this, we always have an external or and internal pressure to to do something new, to change something, so we're sort of careful where we come from uh, and so we need to know where we're heading and, and what's the difference and, and how is it different from the last game. It's always a, an important thing here, so we need to think about how we're going to change things and why and so mm-hmm. on.
0: How much of the previous titles that you've worked on end up in future titles? Do you carry any of those legacy sounds? Are there, is there such thing as a legacy sound for the series? Very few.
2: Series? Yeah. Very few. I'm, on the top of my head, what's carried over is um, stuff like wildlife and uh, the entire core, core sound package, more or less, is rebuilt for this game.
0: Yeah, so I guess if you're starting from the ground up, how do you even decide what record trips? I mean, is it every everything needs to be recorded then at that point? How many record trips did you do? What what was kind of the the span of of your your trips now? Oh,
2: so we've done we've done several shoots with different focuses. So we've done we've done shoots only uh, only for uh, environmental weapon sounds. We've done core shoots where where it's all about mechanics and and power. Um, We've done recording sessions with just weapon foley and tanks, vehicles, everything very sort of thought out and specialized, so we have the best content to work with uh, when we get back.
0: Is there ever a... I mean, well, what I want to ask is, because you're trying to be authentic, potentially, you know, to the period, what is that like trying to find where these these vehicles these weapons uh, are it's
2: it's really difficult but we've been fairly lucky getting getting hold of, of a few really cool pieces like the uh, there is a guy here in Sweden that builds his own uh, Fokker drydeckers, those uh-huh. triplanes builds them and flies them himself and he's a he's a history nut of course and an aviation nerd so uh, and so we've recorded period era planes uh that fly and it's just amazing being part of 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 something like that
1: yeah and we contact museums uh Where i mean there are plenty of like war museums where they keep old tanks and cars and whatnot and we contact them yeah cannons uh one of the swedish war museums have a big warehouse here in town uh, so we visited that and just they were of course nerds all of them so they 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 were really happy to finally have someone that cares about their old stuff so we we could just roam that entire storage and like we want to record this and that and, so it's uh yeah we we we've really tried to
2: to find as many old uh, things we could and and record them yeah and when we can't find the actual thing we try to get the closest be it uh, an upgraded version of a weapon or or something like that um, and weapons haven't really been haven't really uh, developed that much in terms of how they work as a core it's it's more or less the same kind of powder and the same barrel lengths sure. and the same weight of bullets so uh, yeah. you can substitute uh, you can use uh, substitutes quite a lot
0: yeah and did you find that you're able to record the sounds and master them and at a different quality than previous titles or was your deliverables
2: but it it it's
1: more uh it's more a choice of how we want them to sound compared to the last one I mean, we use sort of the same equipment but uh we we tried to do something that was a bit more uh, soft on the air uh than the last one not not so brutal in the sense of we've been using uh, Distortion as just a style thing,
2: a lot, and we moved away from that. This mm. title to, but also also recording things ourselves. We have more of a well, you know, we have more of a say on how things are being performed, how the weapons are shot. Uh, when doing foley, we uh, we usually have free hands handling the weapons ourselves, so we can actually, from the mindset of how it's gonna play and look, we can perform. Uh, foley uh, to fit exactly what the game needs, um, Beat um, a certain sense of speed and rapidness or desperation we can actually we can actually record that ourselves and get it as, yeah. as close as we want it.
1: and we always record all our soldier Foley ourselves clothes footsteps everything because we know how we want to use it and what it's going to be used for and and how the game plays and what we want out of it, so we we always do all of those things ourselves to get the right energy and the the right attitude to to it.
0: I was going to say, is there a difference of how the playback engine and in-game mixing was for this title? I imagine a lot of people are playing on headphones or obviously on...
2: No, no. Tech-wise, it's it's not really that different. Of of course there are new ideas and new concepts And just more clever ideas that that's been growing for a long time that we actually execute in this game Um, I mean we always have ideas of
1: how to make something even more immersive or or or
2: or fit gameplay better yeah Yeah.
1: so we we change the way we implement our sounds and we change the way we record them maybe slightly and we try to add uh, even more recordings uh to 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 fit maybe another kind of uh, environment or something Uh, so so because we always try to record the sounds in the environment they're going to be played back in so they sound uh, real
0: i just want to ask you about just sound influencing the visuals and obviously in the game there's these you know sneaking around stealth modes where sound is a lot more important indicating where enemies are and there's other sound cues. How does that work out when you are developing levels? Are there specific sounds that are being placed that are part of it? Or is it all open box?
2: It's all open box, really. I mean, movement and idle and chatter.
1: Yeah, we don't do anything special in in any of those cases. We have have, uh, uh, like musical cues that sort of signal what's going on but uh, otherwise we we haven't done anything uh, in particular some mixing of course no we scrapped it okay yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i guess what, when you you mentioned before that the environment's that's a little bit of what some of the sounds are maybe being repurposed, but hardly verbatim. What is your approach when you think about the environments? There's a wide variety of different places that the player is going. So where did you guys go? How did you represent that?
1: I mean, we, we try to, to go places and record stuff as much as possible.
2: For an instance, all Foley is recorded outdoors, always. Okay. Um, all weapons are recorded in the environments that they're supposed to represent. And even, even death screams are recorded in, in various environments just to, so that it should sound um, as close to, as possible to where, where they are. More or less. Yeah.
1: And our colleague, uh, who she is also uh, the, one of the lead designers, she has historically, almost in every game done our, our, our nature and environmental ambiences. And uh, she is very meticulous, and she is always looking up, like, okay, where is this environment? Which country? What wildlife is there? What kind of insects do they have? Uh, she does a very thorough job of of, of checking up on everything, and then uh, she just uh, methodically executes.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. When it, when it comes to cinematics, how many are we looking at in this title and? how do you approach them
1: we have uh, quite a few i don't remember actually how many exactly we've been using new camera techniques very much like film this time with a with a handheld camera that you can move around in the in the mocap space which is just insane you have a room and a and a camera you can hold and then go around the the actors and just film the same scene a thousand times and then do cuts
0: so are you using that audio from those performances and for the know that the
1: cutscenes are track laid so it's a it's a fully post-production work
2: well voice of course but
1: yeah voice is captured on scene and I mean there is of course some uh, some noises from the actors leaking in when they perform things and and some of that is is still there in the scenes but it's uh it's a post production thing all except the the dialogue
0: yeah and then obviously in the game you have a, a crazy array of act or other characters that are you know people you're fighting against civilians just different people that you come across in this world how do you manage all the voice actors like wh- wh- what's the process like to know how many different types and
1: how it ends up being edited <laughs> they don't have uh, their individual voices but we record uh, all the. we maybe we do a script for for ai characters uh and the, the, we have different categories one could be that just their idle chatter one could be when i don't know some kind of uh of of urgency is is uh, is there and uh, it's a huge script and we record it with with many characters and then we just randomly give each character a voice when it is born in the game and, and so you, you you could hear the same voice belonging to mm-hmm. more
2: characters we just try to have as many as possible so you can't keep track of it but it's a it's a it's a really big scope yes especially when you when you start looking at different languages and uh Uh, It's huge. It's really huge. Same with MP, like uh, multiplayer. The scope is massive.
0: Do you guys ever get your voices in there?
2: Well, we can't perform (laughs) anything. We (laughs) get get our voices there, but we can't say things. We we can do death screams and charge screams and stuff like that. So, a lot of DICE people are actually performing that and like from what we're hearing, feedback wise, people really really dig how like visceral it sounds when people are screaming on the battlefield. We've always
1: done the screams and the moans and Mm. all of those really horrifying sounds ourselves.
0: So what what was different then when it came
1: to the the VO? Uh, We had more uh, original languages. We had because we have more armies. Uh, So we have done that here before trying to record or, because we we have been recording things in this kind of uh, uh, unconventional way of recording all the video outdoors because it's mostly played back outdoors and that uh, getting so many talent in different languages and just organizing recordings and weather and 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 it we felt it was impossible to do it here, so we turned to our localization studios and asked them if they could help us out. That we would use the localized languages as uh, original languages in the game, uh. Uh, and they were like, "Yeah." And then we said, "Yeah, but we it has to be, <laughs> it has to be done uh, outdoors." And we we've always done it with. Uh, voice talent that uh, they have we have forced them into like real like method acting things like they have to crawl around and scream and 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 uh, we've always done crowd sessions so they influence each other and and really build the crazy energy and right. and uh, our voiceover studios they've done the traditional thing of recording in booths with single characters so uh, that was a huge challenge for them so but but uh, they we, we did uh, we rented uh, high rented sound stages and and brought actors in there and our uh, multiplayer voiceover uh, designer and producer went there to conduct the recordings and they had the actors, wearing uh, like backpacks filled with stones and they had, uh, <laughs> they had uh, bricks that they were throwing amongst themselves while they were performing and so it was quite a new thing for, for the localization studios to do this kind of recordings. But uh, we really yeah. got good results from it. Yeah, since,
2: the, since all the players, especially in multiplayer, is constantly moving uh, mm-hmm. We had to sort of make the voices sound like they were strained and sort of out of breath almost, uh, and it works really well with the sort of physical acting that's being conducted during the recordings. Uh, Oops, sorry. Shit. Come on, there we go. Sorry about that. And uh, and in the end, it ev in the end it just sounds very natural and and flowing and. Um, yeah, we I mean we can't we can't do booth recordings uh
1: when people are running and screaming and dying It's just doesn't we don't get that kind of energy out of of that. How many
0: different uh, localizations are you handling? Uh I think
1: it's I don't know exactly 8 9.
0: Wow. Uh, there's a lot. And, and, and are the localizations happening after I guess the script in a way has kind of been locked or is it evolving throughout also?
1: Uh, it's evolving. We have we have uh, numerous sessions and then when we have something that we believe in, then we expand it into to all the languages. Wow. But uh, but not all-, not all the localized languages are armies in the game, of course so, we, at, we can at least pick the ones that were going to be original languages in the game and, and
2: yeah. expand on them. But of course we try out stuff with starting with the UK voice. Uh, that was the sort of test bed for this new process. And since it worked out really well, we could expand it to, to the other languages as well.
0: For someone who's interested in video game audio, how, how much of a video game player do they need to be or what, what kind of background do they need to have?
2: It helps a yeah. lot, but it's not a requirement. At the end of the end of the day it's, it's skill. I mean our composers, they were not gamers at all and and they got it. They understand how it needs to feel and sound, and that's the most important. But of course, being a gamer and, and knowing how uh, or actually what's important when it comes to gameplay that's that's really critical when working on on uh, putting together a vision when, uh, that fits gameplay as well. I mean, we all play games. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's one of the advantages, I guess, of working on a video game title is that you can't really be called out for not doing your work when you're playing the game title. It's just part of the environment.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we our own game, we play every day. And then when it comes to
0: music, you know, w- w- how much involvement do you have in the music? Because there's a, you know, kind of a, a fine balance of... It's very it's subtle, but there's moments of tension and there's ways of introducing it, I find, in throughout the game that is really effective. So how do, you, how, how do you guys handle your music tracks?
1: We work uh, very, very closely with the composers. Uh, and, and they will record the game for them and they come here and play the game. And uh, we try to just give them as much material as possible. And uh, so it's, it's been a very, very tight collaboration. Uh, over a long time, so no, we're we're m- very much into the to the work together with them So it's not like we're handing over stuff and they, then we get something.
0: I guess this time it looks like there was a uh, Patrick Endren and Johan uh, Sutterquist
1: they this was the first uh, game they made uh-huh. They've only worked uh, in film before and TV and TV and film uh, so it was a Huge challenge for them to just get a grasp of what this is all about. Uh, and they, they struggled a lot because they tried to understand all the technical aspects of it. And we kept saying, like, it's it's no use trying to understand it, just uh, just accept it but uh, they couldn't in the beginning and it took a long time before they just let go and said like okay whatever just provide us with as much visuals you can and we will do our best to to just work with that and uh, but there's been a lot of back and forth uh, But it's been very interesting to work with them.
0: How early on were you guys aware of the fact that in the campaign modes and whatnot, you'd be playing as different characters? I guess it says there's, you know, British tank driver, American pilot, this Italian heavy gunner, an Australian runner, an Arabian assassin. When you think of all those varieties.
1: We we knew it from the start. Yeah. When we knew that we're going to do a single player campaign, because that uh, came later in the project.
0: So I guess knowing that how much additional just because the variety alone we're talking about it's not just kind of one time and place, I can imagine that you know reimagining an Arabian Assassin could be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. The I mean, it's it's it was a thrill to to have these different environments and and cultures and everything to to work with, uh, and also with music, it was like a nice thing to. To be able to to mix the 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 musical bit up as well, bringing in uh, like ethnic instruments and musicians
2: and such.
0: Mm. And then for vehicles, for you guys, you mentioned obviously that you recorded an airplane, but you we're looking at a lot of other vehicles too. What were some of your favorites?
2: We did a, an armored truck that was uh, very bumpy, uh-huh. um, and like when doing vehicles we try to gather as much not just the vehicle itself but uh, all the doors knobs switches we do uh, IRs in the spaces uh, we throw shells around in the fighting compartments to just source as much flavor and content as possible so we can so we can use yeah shell sounds in their natural environment and I mean the, the plane was amazing to see it's it's a really it's a fairly small plane, and it's super light, and it has basically a, a, a moped engine. Uh, it, it, it it sounds or feels more like that, but uh, it's just so amazing to see. We recorded uh, motorcycles and and tanks as well. Um, and boats. boats and, and
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice, and also, I guess you mentioned a lot of the multiplayer stuff. I mean, the size of the maps and some of the multiplayer levels is just, Incredible how large they're scaling up and how many players are on there. How do you differentiate the experience of a multiplayer versus the campaign when it comes to the sound? Is, is there a different approach?
2: It sort of builds itself. Okay. It lends itself in, in in where multiplayer, it's anything can happen any like at any time. So we we build rigid systems that can handle various environments and distances and it's just a big sandbox where single player of course we use all those systems in conjunction to to the storytelling elements and to the sneaking and and different vehicle based elements so it's it, it's
1: the same systems yeah. there as well we just in single player sometimes we have to add more because in multiplayer there's always tons of of stories going on at the same time there's always infinite life and movement everywhere so the soundscape becomes very rich just because people are doing shit all over the place in in single player it's a bit more centered uh, around the player so we have to add uh, life that is not there always but uh, yeah yeah, it's it's one of the things with single player it's it's player focused
0: how do you describe your own kind of perspective on the game title? Because you are so close to it and working on it so frequently that h- how helpful is this user playback and the beta testers and everyone else? How how do how do you describe the relationship of kind of this evolving? Like you obviously you walk in and you have your perspective and intent, but then you start getting feedback.
2: But it's invaluable. Yeah. I mean that yeah. how people experience uh, the sounds and and what they think work and doesn't work, and what they feel is missing or too much of. Uh, it's, it's really difficult as well, sort of listening to the feedback because sometimes they say exactly uh, what you need to hear. And sometimes they react on something uh, and they say something, but mean a third thing or uh-huh. the problem could be solved with, with a third solution. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's sort of in the nature of audio that it's quite hard to talk about. Not many people have the the terminology and language to even discuss sounds. So many times you sort of have to decrypt what people are saying because they, they say a lot of things, but they might mean something else or they have a feeling of something that is credited to something else. So but it's always fun to just hear what people think and what they feel because it's mostly what they feel is is what feeds us with new ideas and and
0: nice. And how do you describe just the community there at uh, at the studio? W- what is it about how it's built and how you guys are able to work that really makes these titles as great as they end up being?
2: We're just very integrated. I mean, we yeah. are like everybody else part of of everything from start to finish. So yeah,
1: we work in the same tool as everyone else, uh, so we are very much an integrated part of the of the dev team. So, yeah, I think that's the, that's the one of the biggest things is that we work in the same tool. So, it's not something that we bolt on in the end, or so. And then also, I think just the people structure here is uh, extremely flat as well. So. We have a very flat hierarchy here um, which is I think also key to 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 get rid of of a lot of prestige and other things that might come in between the work and and uh, yeah I mean we don't uh, we don't have to we don't have a feeling that we have to prove ourselves being like in the audio team that we are great sound designers or have to make spectacular uh, sounds or anything like that. Uh, we just we just put the sounds into the game, and and that's where we judge them. And 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 it's not. Um, I mean, we don't make make individual sounds to then be proud of them.
0: Yeah, and I guess how long was the total project length? Do you say from an initial inception to locking it?
1: Three years from from concept till uh, ship.
0: So I guess just looking back on the past three years. How do you describe that journey i mean this is not your first title and uh, uh
1: it's, it's been one of the most sort of fun titles to work on it's been uh, for me personally the maybe the toughest one because i had lots of other things going on in my life but uh, for me this was one of the the best uh, best experiences ever and 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 to be able to to work with this interesting setting and interesting yeah. environment and, and and all of that and we really felt everybody felt that we really could put our heart into this game um,
2: without killing ourselves as well yeah <laughs> and i must yeah. say i mean being uh, a like weapon and history nerd it's been a okay. great project because the the fauna when it comes to weapons in this game is just amazing the different contraptions and different odd solutions it's it's been really amazing trying to source and 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 build the sound for them it's 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 really an amazing gift to to see this world it's also very it's fun to read
1: now that the reviews are starting to come out and a lot of reviewers write like yeah it's world war one but i mean dice really really uh, had to do something and they of course they made a lot of things up and they had to stretch it really far because these things could not have existed and so on but we, we I don't think we have we have done anything like that everything that we have in the game existed so it's it's yeah it's a uh, it's always mind-blowing of all the, the, the different
2: kind of hardware that they, they actually had. Yeah. Of course, we use them quite liberally in the games, which may seem seem uh, uh, unrealistic, but all the things they do exist. There is nothing made up.
0: That's fantastic. It's really exciting to be just days away here. It looks like we're coming out, uh, up on October 21st and just knowing that it's going to be out in the hands of the world. It's no longer your baby.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's been sort of soft launching with the EA access program. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of content and I got to play with with the public just yesterday. And it's, it's amazing just seeing what people how people react to the world and how they play and, and just seeing people just staring at various parts of the environment is is just amazing.
0: Are there any uh, not Easter eggs, but any things that were in the audio world of a callback or
2: should we talk about the barn doors? I think <laughs> there is a 1 in 20 chance if you tackle a barn door that That's you will... something
1: else also happens.
2: Yeah. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't say exactly. <laughs> Just tackle some doors and eventually you'll hear something.
0: A cowl moo and something like oh. This is fantastic, guys. Well, congratulations again on this title coming out here uh, shortly in a few days, and it's really exciting to have a chance to talk with you guys. Obviously, it's like trying to talk about what you did for the past three years, which I can't imagine is sum up in just words. But uh, congratulations again. It's
2: a long journey. Yeah, it's a long journey. <laughs> but it's it's been it's been it's been moving really fast. Yeah.
0: You yeah, so will you have a little time off now, or is it on to the next project? Mm,
2: some time off, and then. Some time off, maybe
1: uh but we we are working on the on the downloadable stuff that will follow as well
0: fantastic well thank you guys it was a lot of fun and we'll keep an an eye out for uh future projects from you guys
1: yeah Yeah. thank you for having an interest in what we do
0: Thanks for tuning in and listening to my chat with the sound team of Battlefield 1. You can hear more conversations with sound designers, composers, and directors on the Soundworks Collection podcast on iTunes and streaming online at soundworkscollection.com. Thanks again to our sponsor THX, a globally renowned brand focused on delivering premium entertainment experiences and is passionate about telling the stories of the creators behind great productions. THX certifies the world's best consumer electronics to provide users with the assurance of superior quality. Find out more at THX.com.